There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and Uh, I'm not who usually says anything next. (laughs) I'm brave. I like watching scary movies. Um, and I'm also sad because our, our Henley is not here with us today. But we are sad. We will soldier on for the good of the pod. 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 Um, how the heck are you, Sammy? What's up? Oh, you know, I'm pretty good. Um, one thing that is up with me this week is that I decided on a Monday morning to stop drinking coffee, which was a really crazy thing. Like forever? And, uh, Not forever. No, but um, for the week. And I had only at first I was going to try to have no caffeine. And I was just it was just so hard. So very hard. Mm-hmm. So I had a cup of green tea each day and that wasn't much better. I don't really like green tea that much. <laughs> yeah, it's also not a lot of caffeine. It's not a lot of caffeine. It was just really crazy. And I just um, realized how much of a like drug caffeine is. And I real I like understood decaf. I bought decaf coffee beans, which is so crazy. But it was like I need the like ritual of coffee. Yes, the ritual of it is so special. It's I just my morning felt so sad without it. I was like, well, what do I just Drink water. Work, drink water. Like, what's there to look forward to? <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. Um, and I haven't been drinking much alcohol, and I was surprised that stopping coffee was like a lot harder for me. And I think it's because coffee is like part of work, right? Because the reason I'm not drinking much alcohol is because I'm working so much and I'm so tired. Yeah, and coffee is the answer. It's like usually the answer. <laughs> alcohol adds to your tiredness, and coffee is what brings you up on the other side. And I just always thought I was more of an alcohol girl, but turns out (laughs) (laughs) I love coffee, too. Oh, no. It makes me think that I should try to pull back, but I just don't want to. I I know. I do know. I do know. But um, I had a cup of coffee this morning, so I don't know if I'm going to do a Sundays or a coffee day. Um, Sorry, but this is comes out on a Wednesday. Sorry to confuse listeners. Sorry to confuse you. (laughs) We are recording on a Sunday. Um. I don't know. I don't know what the what the long term goal is, but <laughs> hey, you don't maybe you don't have to know one day at a time. Yeah, I just coffee and alcohol, man. They're just they're 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 not good for you. No, they're really not. <laughs> but I like them a lot. I, I like them so much. <laughs> oh, I like them so much. And it's not good for you. But I but I like them so much. It's tough. Man, Both it's of tough. them. Me too. I, I want them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> boy, 
But what's up with you? Anything? Mm, my parents were here last week, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that we did, there's not a lot to do these days. A lot of things are closed. And, and um, you know, we also, even though there's not a lot that we like, I don't really want to be around crowds in general um, anyway so much. But yep. we did go to Huntington Gardens, which have mm. you been, Sammy? I, I just went for the first time recently with Jenna. Jenna is a, oh. pa- a pass holder. Of course she is. <laughs> and so she gets a free plus one. Oh, of course she is. Okay, yeah, it's really, I c- couldn't believe I'd never been. It's so wonderful. It was. It's, it's really nice. Listeners, yeah. it's, it's a botanical garden in Los Angeles. It is 205 acres, I think, or something like that. It's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really just was so lovely to just walk around outside all day. It feels like being at a zoo with no animals, kind of. Like, you like yeah. go and look at like each exhibit, which is just like different kinds of flowers or plants, and it's all just very pretty. So um, pretty. Less children than a zoo, obviously. Well, there's still a good amount of children. There's some children, but yeah. But I feel like a zoo probably, when I said that, brought up maybe a negative thing in people's minds. And this is not, this is nice. <laughs> this is nice. This is a nice zoo without animals. What yeah. this is, is a nice zoo <laughs> without animals and without as many children. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this like desert plants, which I know I wouldn't have thought that that'd be the one I was most excited by because we live in a desert. I see desert plants a lot, but... Oh, my God. It was so cool. Yeah. It's just so well maintained. They had a, a gorgeous rose garden. It's just like, wow, gardens. Yeah. I, it's I, so nice. I am not. I do not have a green thumb. I am a very bad. I All my plants die pretty quickly. Same. Um, and I also actually went to a garden on Mother's Day with my mom. And mm. I was just like, man, the amount of work that goes into keeping all of this stuff looking good and alive. How do, how do they do it? How do, how do they do it? it? And some people really love it and are really good. Like Jenna is like very, very good yeah. at it and really enjoys it. Like I know people who truly just, my mom like loves gardening and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, but I just have never, maybe if I like actively did it, I would like, I think growing vegetables and herbs and stuff is cool. Cause then you can like use them. And, but I, yeah, I wonder if doing it would make me love it because also it's very good for you to put your hands in the dirt. Right. Um, right. It's supposed but, to be like a soothing, like mm-hmm. grounding, good for your like blood pressure. But yeah, for it's, me, it's crazy how good it is for you. I find it very stressful because I feel a lot of pressure and like I'm not good enough at it. And maybe if I got better at it, I would not feel that way. But yeah, for me, gardening is like not fun at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like I, I like looking at the fruits of other people's gardening labor. Mm-hmm. I like to be in a garden, around a garden. Um, but um, every time my mom visits or or often we talk on the phone, she'll be like, do you have a place where you could have a vegetable garden? Or she was like here and was looking around and was like, you could put your vegetable garden right here. <laughs> and like, I just don't know that I that I can. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, um, I do. <laughs> but it's cool. And anyway, it was, it was a lovely day. Highly recommend get getting out in that fresh air wherever you can. Yeah. Summer is upon us. Things are in bloom. It's, it's really lovely. Yeah. I do need the reminder to go outside. <laughs> truly. to be, I've spent so much time outside and it was just like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is great. It really is nice. Even if you're like, yeah, not doing anything at all. It's just just wandering. Good to not be cooped up in, a, in an apartment for some of the good. time. 
Well, um, well, <laughs> here we are today, cooped here up in our today. apartments. Um, let's get into this week's movie, which I am actually incredibly excited about. And it is Teeth, came out in 2007, written and directed by Michael Lichtenstein, starring Jess Weixler, Hale Appleman, John Hensley, and Josh Pace. Um, I have seen this movie before. Oh, it is um, streaming on Amazon. For those who want to watch it, I think you should. I think you're going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw it a long time ago. And um, I had forgotten kind of how good it was. And I'm excited that we're talking about it now. This was on a poll that we did recently. It came close mm-hmm. to being chosen, but it didn't win. And remember how we promised we would do every movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are. We are making good on that promise a, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. One, one movie at a time. Mm-hmm. Some of the time. Some sometimes, of the time. sometimes we do other movies that Some, weren't on that list, and that's our right. And that is our right. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. We get to choose. <laughs> you only um, have so much power. It's true. Um, Emily, I'm curious. What you don't know anything about this movie other than that? I don't know anything about this movie other than that the title is Teeth. Here's the thing: I know nothing about this movie. The title is Teeth, and that doesn't. I don't like that. And I don't like how eager people were for us to do this movie. Like, for me, that feels like not a good sign. Um, <laughs> so I'm nervous, but excited mm-hmm. because it must be good and interesting. But I am. It makes me anxious. Yeah, I'm excited to hear your thoughts afterwards. because I think you might be pleasantly surprised, but okay. I, who's to but say? Who's to say? Who's to well, say? me, but we'll wait. You later. <laughs> Welcome to Cocktail Hour. This week's movie is, dare I say, fun. So we will be having a fun drink to go along with it. And that drink is the Man Eater. This is a tiki drink, so you will need lots of ingredients. Those ingredients are one and a half ounces of gin, half an ounce apricot brandy, half an ounce orange liqueur, three quarters of an ounce lime juice, one and a half ounces of mango juice, one ounce of pineapple juice, half an ounce of orgeat, three dashes of tiki bitters. You will shake all ingredients over ice and strain into a tiki mug filled with crushed ice. Then garnish with dried citrus and add two straws. So there it is. Enjoy a very festive, fun, and summery drink for a movie that can only be described as an absolute blast. Enjoy. Cheers. Um, I don't have too much trivia. There uh, wasn't, wasn't much. I will say that it has 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. 5.4 on IMDb, a little lower Ooh, than, the, little than, low. the nor- than the normal, and 57 on Metacritic. Okay. The budget was two million, and it made two point three million. So <laughs> we just made it. They just made it. And during the filming of the first scene, apparently many of the neighbors around the filming location protested the film because they believed it to be a pornographic film. Just interesting to also, protest. Like, like, yeah, who cares? You don't know for sure. Also, you don't like, know for sure, and also, like, <laughs> all right, what what does it matter to you? Yeah, very strange. People are weird. People are weird. Is this an American film? 
Yes. Okay. And that's literally all the trivia I have. Okay. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. Pretty. Ex- I would love to know why they thought it was pornographic. That is kind of exciting. Yeah. You're about to find out when we watch Woo! this tra- when we watch this trailer. Okay. I'm really excited to see your response to this. No. <laughs> that really is never good. All right. What can I do for you, miss? Is this your first time? Okay. So I imagine you have no idea what to expect. Not really. Don't worry. I'm not going to bite you. Just lie down. Put your feet right in here. Okay. Are you sexually active? No. I just want to be checked out. Okay, then. I think there might be something weird going on inside. What? What's... What did you put in here? There is something inside of me that's lethal. Dentata. What? It's Latin for teeth. It's what's inside me. Are you afraid? Okay. All right, are you feeling more excited? Yeah. Um, this movie, I think, rules. I think it rules. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> also, I definitely thought that was about... To, I mean, obviously, what what does happen is no good, but I thought that in the beginning of the trailer was going to be a, a dentist's office, and I was like, I don't, I don't. Oh, yeah. Dental horror, no, 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 no. Dental horror, no, no, no. No, this, no, 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 no. These teeth are in these a different teeth? location. These teeth are... With these teeth, <laughs> I'm thinking I might be a little more interested in these teeth. I think so. I think. Oh so. my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna have some fun. I can't wait to see how we deal with this because I'm excited, but also just I'm already like, if that were me, that would suck. Well, there's some. There's some. Uh, workarounds shall we say (laughs) (laughs) oh my god oh i cannot fucking wait Mm -hmm. this is a fun one Ah! let's do it oh my god let's do it um just as a quick uh, you already mentioned to is this written by a man yes interesting okay Yep. Men can do things. I just, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> Imagine being like, men can do something. Like men who've been allowed to do everything they've ever wanted since the history of time being like, I think that men can do things. Yeah, I'll allow some of the stuff. <laughs> no, but it is weird to think of like a lot of what would probably be described as like feminist horror as made by men. It's like confusing and not good. Like I feel like. Feminist horror should be made by women, women, written and directed by women. I would. Yeah, that would probably be one hell of a thesis paper is like the the study of feminist horror created by men. Feminist content at all created by men would be fascinating. 
Yeah, it is really fascinating. And it, it it's it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. And it's a nothing we'll be able to um, no, we won't do that sum, now. Up, sum up in this podcast. We'll not be doing that now. Um, I will say a bit of a trigger warning. There are some scenes of sexual violence in this movie. But yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. It's the bleakest time of the year. So you know what that means? We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we start with kind of an overhead shot where we see a suburban looking town near a nuclear power plant, like a Simpson style, like two big nuclear (laughs) things. Great. Um, And we see uh, the front lawn of a house with a little blow up swimming pool with two kids, young kids in the swimming pool and two adults kind of laying on sun chairs on the lawn. And it's a boy and a girl in the pool. And um, the boy's kind of being a brat to the girl and the the man from the from the lawn chair says, I can't remember what his name is now. Uh, hold on. Let me look. Oh, okay. Brad. Yeah, I'd never even heard that name. 
Brad. <laughs> I've never even heard that name. I've never even heard I mean, that name. <laughs> I've heard it in life. I did not hear it in this movie. Um, what kind of a name is what? Brad? Brad? <laughs> <laughs> So the da- the the guy calls from the lawn chair. I don't know why I'm trying to like keep it secret that he's the dad. The dad <laughs> calls out from the lawn chair. Brad, be nice to your sister. And the little boy says, she's not my sister. And he says she is now and kind of reaches over to the woman and holds hands. We get we figure out that these are newly married people and these are now step siblings, a boy and a girl. And the parents start kind of canoodling and the kids are left to play in the pool and from behind we see uh the little boy reach down and do something and the little girl looks uncomfortable and he says now show me yours and turns and um we don't see what happens and then the parents just hear screaming and they run over to see what's happened and like, Brad, Brad, what, what happened? Are you OK? And he shows his finger and it looks like the top has been bitten off. It's like not fully detached, but it's sliced and they're like, oh, my God, what happened? Um, uh, Dawn, are you OK? And she looks up very innocent, like she doesn't know what's happening. And she's like, they check her. She's fine. And they're like, what happened? What happened? He won't say. And they just, I guess, take him to the hospital. And then we cut to uh, years later, teenage Dawn at a like kind of a youth group type thing, like a, a, on stage giving a speech about the importance of saving your virginity for your husband and wearing uh, her clothes in this movie are so so perfect she's she's wearing a shirt i think in this scene that says um uh i'm worth the wait or something like mm-hmm. she's wearing always very like s- slogans of her pr- promise rings or whatever mm-hmm. um and very like childish her purity chastity yeah. yeah yeah and she's wearing very childish clothing this girl also by the way this is Jess Weixler she looks so much like Dakota Johnson it's very weird like i just could only see Dakota Johnson interesting so, yeah, she's wearing like a purple long sleeve shirt underneath, like a puff sleeve lighter purple shirt that says I'm waiting on it in like huge big bell bottoms and oh just God, these yes. very interesting, funny outfits that I was just really loving. Um, so she's giving this sp- sp- speech, kind of talk to the rest of the people in this, I don't know, promise ring youth group thing. <laughs> and um, there she's kind of asking, like, do you want to just give your special gift to the first girl you meet and they're all like no (laughs) and she's like that's right no and then she catches eyes with a guy in the crowd who's really cute and it (gasps) catches her off guard and he kind of gives her a flirty little smile and she kind of loses her spot in her speech and kind of fumbles for a second and then gets back into it and keeps going. But she was very thrown by that cute guy for a moment. After the talk, after she's done giving the talk, they like go out into the hall. She goes and sits, meets up with her friends. She has two friends that are dating. I don't remember their names, but the guy that's her friend introduces her to 
the cute guy from the audience is like, this is my friend Toby. He just moved to town. Uh, he's going to be starting school with us next next week. And they look at each other. It's like close ups of both of them. Like they're taking each other's breath away. And it's just like, <gasps> Toby, uh, nice to meet you. Oh, Don, like nice to meet you, too. Like they just have this moment of like, uh, uh, uh. instant. <laughs> yeah. So she goes home after uh, this. I like I did not grow up in any kind of religion. What is what is the term? It's like a youth group, right? Probably I think youth group, youth group. She goes home after this youth group. I'd like tried to join a youth group once because all the popular kids were in it, but not because mm. I cared about it. But I was like, Mom, mm-hmm. all the kids go to youth group. She was like, mm-hmm. OK, you can go. I don't care. And then very quickly, I think I was like, oh, I don't like youth group. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's there it probably depends. But there was like, what are they called? There's a group that was like Crusaders for Christ or something like that. There's like a name of mm. Crusade, Christian Crusaders. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't. I sound... think youth, I think youth group works just okay. just as well. Great. Um. So she goes home after youth group and she's in the bathroom getting ready for bed and she is in what i would call a nasty nightgown Mm. not in quite the same way that the conjuring nasty nightgowns it's not creepy in the same way it's very much meant to be her like virginal Mm -hmm. um childlike nightgown and so she is looking in the mirror and we see a figure in the shower behind her like it's one of those like cloudy sliding glass door showers so we can just see that someone's in there and she starts to take her nightgown off and is about to go into this shower and she slides it open and her stepbrother bursts out and like is like scares her and he's like i got you so fucking good and his vibe is really crazy he's got like a shaved head and one of those piercings uh on his like middle of his chin um and like tattoos and it's the guy from nip tuck i don't know if you ever watched nip tuck but he was Mm -hmm. the son on nip tuck um anyways he's I don't know, always blasting his heavy metal and shit. That's his vibe. Because he's like... Opposites. Mm-hmm, opposites. Then the next day at school, she... I think this is the first day of school. They're starting the new school year. And she has another shirt that says another kind of purity type slogan on it. Imagine walking around in a shirt that is just letting people know you don't fuck. I know. It's so interesting. It's like, it sort of isn't... Like, make your choice, but it's very strange to... Be like, here's my sexual status. Yeah. And it's right on my shirt. And if you want to know, just read my shirt. Yeah. I mean, she's very, very much into this. This is her main identity is she does. My not, main identity is I don't have sex. I don't have sex. And I think having premarital sex is bad. And, oh, and they like talk about like t- touching yourself. Also bad. You don't do that. Um, right. Right. So as she pulls up to school, kind of we see some of the other students at school. There's two guys talking and one like kind of shoves the other and is like, all right, go make your move. Kind of making fun of him that he likes this this girl. And as she is walking up, he starts to kind of go try to talk to her. And then all of his friends just kind of gather around and start taunting her like, I'm worth the wait, virgin girl. I don't know. Some they're just fucking with her. and. 
she just ignores them and keeps walking and the guy's annoyed like well you can't like sabotage like i'm trying i actually kind of like her and i'm Mm -hmm. trying to talk to her and um so she gets she goes into school and her first class is a sex ed class (laughs) and i think this is so the sex ed teacher it's a guy and he says and that's all there is to know about the penis and now now on to the uh the next the next page the next the next page the the female reproductive organ that's that's what we're talking and he's like can't say the word vagina and <laughs> then they all turn the page and it, on the on the first page that they're on it's like the anatomical drawing of a penis and they all turn the page to the next page of the textbook and there's a sticker over the vagina like a it's like a censored <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> And some of the students are like, why is there a sticker over this? Like, we can't see anything. And he's like, well, it's 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 not appropriate for you guys to see. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, but we just saw the penis. And he's like, that's totally different. And they're like, well, how? And uh, Dawn raises her hand. And she says, I think I can explain how uh, women have a natural purity. And it's it's natural that we we, um, you know, protect our pri- like people can't see our privates. So it's not it's not decent. <sighs> <laughs> and Toby is in this class and he is like completely enamored by her and he doesn't like them because people start making fun of her again and he's like no she's she's right yeah and like gives her a he's trying to be supportive of her and just kind of you can tell he doesn't like totally he's not as much intense. of intense tense about the 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 purity thing but um but he just likes her and he doesn't want anyone making fun of her so he kind of stands up for her um and she is very um flattered by that and again they have their little flirty eyes so after school the four of them her her two friends and toby go to the movies and they're looking at the movie listings and she's like well we can't even see the pg-13 one will still probably have heavy petting like we better not (laughs) and so they go see like cartoon movie Oh my god! Animate whatever the the rated G one is, and we see that the, the friends Don's friends that are a couple are kind of starting to kiss a little bit in the movie theater, and we see that Toby is kind of wanting to do the same thing, but Don has her her purity ring on her promise ring, excuse me, and I guess it's the same. Both could work. Um, both could work. Uh, she has her promise ring on. And she's very like you could tell she really likes Toby as well, but she is like, uh, no, like I can't purity, and um, so they don't, but they just like sit and kind of uh, are really ho- horny next to each other. <laughs> mm. Then we get a look at her brother back at home with his girlfriend, and. Uh, he's like got a Rottweiler in a cage in his room. He's blasting his heavy metal. There's like posters all over the walls. It's like smoking a cigarette. And he, his, his girlfriend looks at his finger and says, what happened? And he's still got this bad scar, um, on his finger. And he said, he's kind of looks at it and says, I think she bit me. And his girlfriend is confused, says, who, who bit you? And he says, Dawn. And she's like, oh, your sister bit you. 
And he's like, yeah, I think so. And they just kind of, kind of leave it at that. And then we see them have sex. and Like, they finish having sex. And she says to him, like, you know, we could we could have... Or I don't know why you always want to do it that way. Like, other guys have, like, just having regular sex with me. We could do that. And so we've realized that he only has anal sex with people. And because he is scared <laughs> yeah and then we see after the movie gets out don and her friends and toby go out into the woods and there's this like very beautiful lake in the middle of the woods and they're kind of looking at it and it looks like if you swim in the lake there's this little like um cave little um place you can swim into that has a little ledge inside and her friend tells her that's where people like people go to have sex there and it's all very scandalous and they're like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and they split off uh, into couples and just um dawn and toby go and sit and talk to each other they're talking she's talking about how i can't remember if he asks her if she is a virgin but she's like of course i'm a virgin it comes up and she's like, yeah, of course I'm a virgin. It's really important to me. Like, are you a virgin? And he says, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, in his, no, you, yeah, yeah, for he sure. Says, he says, in, in his eyes, yes, in his eyes. And <laughs> Great loophole, Toby, great loophole. And you can see she is upset by this. Says, like, what do you mean? And he says, there was one time and I, I regret it. And um, like I've since taken taken the the vow and I I won't I won't do it again. I'm saving myself for marriage now. And she's like, well, you know what? Maybe that's good. Like you've seen the power of like how how strong that temptation can be. And now you know how powerful that is and all how all the more important it is to to avoid that. And he's like, yeah, like totally. <laughs> like I totally feel that way. Yeah, I agree. I I don't want to have sex again. <laughs> I, I definitely don't want to. I did not like it. And I don't want to do it again. And I'm not thinking about it right now. And I would never be thinking about it. <laughs> um, then uh, they go home. She goes home that night. And we see her. She is having like sexual fantasies about Toby. She has a big crush on him. She's laying in bed. And you see her take her hand and slowly move it. Down towards her vagina <laughs> so slowly. And we see what she is thinking about. She's getting little images of her and Toby at a wedding altar getting married. <laughs> and then we like go back to her and now she's in a wet she's imagining herself in a wedding dress currently. And she's just having all these like very just like specific wedding specific uh fantasies. <laughs> um but then at the last minute, like as she gets like into her underwear, she gets she, she changes her mind. Oh, my God. It's so indecent. We can't Ugh. touch ourselves. And she she, she changes her mind. Uh, the next day she oh, uh, we see Toby in class and they are giving the teachers talking about how rattlesnakes evolved to have the rattle. Mm. And. They're kind of talking about how, like, did it just happen 
overnight one day or did it happen slowly over the course of a million years whatever and she's like nobody really knows but the fact is like that that's how evolution works if like that's what you believe in because obviously there's a lot of like very strong christians in this class um and dawn arrives late into class looking like really flustered and you know the teacher kind of gives her shit and then they go to their next class and it's Jim and we see Toby in the boys locker room and Dawn in the girls locker room they're both like in their underwear and you kind of see them like like they're on opposite sides of the same wall and just longing for each other and they're Mm. in their underwear and Dawn calls him and he answers and he's like, oh, he's just thinking about you. And she's like, I was just thinking about you, too. But I think we can't see each other anymore. Like, not even in a group, not even with friends. Like, it's too, it's too intense. And he says, like, I was thinking the same thing. And she's like, we're so in sync. Like, we're on the same page. Like, <laughs> And so they decide to break it off. Break what off, I guys? Know, I know, I know. They hung out one time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so then uh, back at home later that night, she has a talk with her brother where she says, why aren't we close? And she, I don't I don't I can't remember like where this comes from, but she gets kind of like. I think he's just an asshole to her. And she's like, why are you always an asshole to me? Like, why can't we be like brother and sister? Like, why can't we be close? And he like stares at her for a second and says, you know why? And she says, no, I really don't. And we kind of think maybe she doesn't remember. She's younger than him. They, she looked like she was probably four and he was six or seven. Mm. Um, so she might not even re- remember this. And so she she looks genuinely confused and is like, whatever, it storms out. And um, her parents are are fighting and her mom is sick. I can't really remember with what, but basically she feels like she has nobody to talk to. And she's upset from this fight with her brother. And she calls Toby and she says, I need to see you. And she goes to meet up with him. Because she needs to vent about her her brother. And she, she's wearing a shirt that says, this is a, this is a shirt I really want. <laughs> it's a bright yellow shirt and it says, warning, with like the warning symbols. And it says, sex changes everything. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that is good. It is very funny. Um, So they go back to the lake where... They were before, and they're sitting kind of in the woods, and she's kind of, you know, telling him that, venting her frustrations to him, and he's very attentive, listening to her, comforting her, and as he kind of has his arm around her, they turn to face each other, look in each other's eyes, and they kiss. And then they start making out and he goes to touch her boob 
and it's a little too much for her and she kind of gets a little overwhelmed and she she pulls out her her purity ring she like shows him her he's wearing one as well and they they cross their like hold hands crossing fingers so their purity rings are next to each other and she's purity 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 (laughs) 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 he's like yeah 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 purity um and then they she says "I, i brought my bathing suit um and this is it's still daytime and they like hop in the water they are swimming around in the lake they're being flirty he's splashing her and there's a little thing that a little rope that they can hold on to they hold on to it and they're making out some more and then she swims into the cave and like hoists herself up on the little ledge and gets really cold and sees that there's a blanket there, blanket and pillows. And he starts, he's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Starts swimming in and starts climbing up. She's like, no, 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 stay down there. I'm just cold. Like, I'll be back in in a second. He's like, well, I'm cold, too. And she's like, okay, fine. And he comes, uh, like, crawls up next to her and gets under the covers with her. And they start kissing some more and he again like goes to touch her boob and then like reaches for her pants and she's like see me she's like pretty into it and kind of uh takes her top off as well she's like okay and then she like once it it gets a little too far she's like no 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 never mind like this is too much i can't do this and he flips and is starts Try attempting to rape her and Ugh. he like pins her down and it's on rocks and it, she hits her head and it mm. kind of like knocks her briefly unconscious and in that time he starts to rape her and she comes back like two and like realizes what's happening and starts freaking out he holds her down and then he just starts screaming and she doesn't know what's happening and she looks really scared and he jumps back and he looks really scared and the camera pans down and we see that his penis is gone (laughs) and it uh he looks down and looks at her they're looking at like there's so much screaming everybody's screaming so loud he looks down sees his penis on the on the rock and he like kind of stumbles falls back like goes to leave and jumps like into the water and she just is completely paralyzed with shock of what just happened and just basically sits like staring up at the top of the cave for like two minutes and just can't look and then looks down and sees the severed penis and is, looks back up and he's like ah! sees like just one little glance at the penis and so she sits there for a long time because she can't deal with what just happened obviously it's very intense my god (laughs) and eventually she kind of peeks out over the ledge and says toby and she doesn't answer we don't know where he is and she eventually jumps down swims back gets dressed and goes home and she's so so freaked out he left his own penis there okay i know and she goes home and takes a shower and 
is thinking about inspecting her own vagina. She's kind of sitting on the ledge of the bathtub. And, I mean, at least get a mirror. Right. She didn't get a mirror and she doesn't go in. She doesn't she doesn't inspect it because she's scared. Rightfully so. It just Rightfully so. We don't know what's going on. So the next day her friends pick her up to go to youth group and they're like, you'll be great today. And she's completely out of it. And it's like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, with, oh, with your, with your talk, like, you'll be great. Just say, just speak from the heart. Like what you always say. And she's like, oh fuck. Like I have to give that another talk. And she, they say, Toby will be really excited. He was, he's like coming. He'll be excited to see you. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, Toby's coming. You spoke to Toby. And he's like, well, yeah, a couple days ago. And she's like, oh, mm. things, things have changed. <laughs> yeah. So she they get there and she gives her speech and it goes really, really badly. She's clearly her mind is elsewhere. And her, eventually the pastor, what youth pastor comes up and is like, OK, like you can. That's thank you. So, up, thank thank you so much for, for this talk today. Um, and <laughs> we see. Back at home, her brother curled up in his bed, sucking on his finger that has the scar on it in like a fetal position. Like he's just sucking the finger. Oh, God. No. After the the youth group, the kid from school that was kind of trying to flirt with her in the beginning Mm -hmm. goes up to her. And asks her out. He he works up the courage and he decides to ask her out. And she starts laughing because this crazy thing has just happened. And <laughs> she's like, realizes that she is making him feel insecure. And she's like, oh, my God, no, I'm sorry. Like, not it's not you. It's just like, that's just it's just really funny. Like, this timing is really funny. And he drives her home and she doesn't really answer if she'll go out with him or not. And she just gets out of the car and kind of like a like pause, like pretty funny that you asked. Like, okay, thank you for the ride. Bye. Like mm-hmm. she's still just like in another world. And then the guy he starts to drive off and then he decides, like, no, wait, I'm gonna go back and talk to her. Goes back, parks the car, knocks on the door. Uh the brother answers, um, Brad, and He's like, oh, I'm here to talk to Dawn. And Brad's like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of here. And punches him in the face. Like, you can't Jesus. talk to Dawn. And punches him really hard. And the and the guy just runs back to his car and um, gets in and drives away. Dawn doesn't know what to do. She, Toby was not at the youth group, by the way. And no. <laughs> and so she's getting... Didn't expect him to be. She's getting... Um, more worried about Toby and she goes back to the lake to kind of see what's if anything's if she can see anything there and she goes back and swims back out to the little ledge place and sees his severed penis still there now with a crab on top of it like Ah! pinching it and she screams and swims back off and and runs back home and uh, she then takes her anatomy book and fills the sink with water and and takes the page that has the big sticker censoring the vagina and soaks it 
like slowly and to be able to dissolve the sticky part and is able to slide the sticker off to reveal the anatomical drawing of the vagina and the music in this part is so it's like as she sees it like harps to start playing it's like ah, oh, it's like very heavenly music her first look at a at a vagina at a huh. in textbook um so she's she's trying to do some of her own figuring out what's going on here we get a it's a, a sort of a research montage. She go- Googles female genital mutations because that's what they were talking about in school with the rattlesnake. Um, so she has just been learning about mutations. And the first thing that comes up is vagina dentata. And she clicks on it, reads about vagi- vagina dentata. It's like a like a myth about teeth in a vagina developed as a defense mechanism um that only like it says something i can't remember the it's not like a knight but it's like only like the 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 correct person can like um save you from this or so it's like almost like a fairy tale type of thing like mm. if you like find the right suitor then you'll be healed or something like that so she is freaked out and decides to go to the gynecologist. And her gynecologist is a man, uh, which is crazy. And there's so many male gynecologists, and I just I know. I, I've never I've never been to one, and I don't think Me I either. ever will. No, I wouldn't want to. And it's just I mean, I guess there was a time when every job was a all man. doctors were men <laughs> so, yeah. so i guess it makes sense that there are still men gynecologists but i don't know i'm not fond of it i'm not fond of it but so she goes she's obviously very nervous this is her first time going to a gynecologist and he is very weird about it and not at all comforting he's like first time like Prop your feet right up here like, I'm not going to bite you, which, of course, she's worried about biting him. (laughs) Uh It does the thing where if you've been to a guy, I mean, I know you've been to a gynecologist, but (laughs) it's made me laugh because I feel like this happens every time where he's like, "Okay, scoot down, scoot, 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 like scoot, scoot. Uh And she like scoots. He's like, no, further, further. Keep scooting. Keep scooting. And like it goes on for a while. No, keep scooting. You got to go further. And I'm like, damn, that really does happen every time because I'm always like, no. No, this is far. This is far enough. (laughs) This is far enough. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever once gotten it on the first try. No, they're like no. Yeah, no. I'm always like end end of the table. End of the table. Like this far, but like this far. (laughs) You surely can't mean this far. No, it's crazy. This madness. Crazy. (laughs) (sighs) Um, and he's asking her. You know, are you sexually active? And she says, no. And then after a moment, she says, well, yes. And she says, but I just want to get I just want to get checked out. I just want to make sure basically everything's normal down there. And he's kind of like laughing. No reason. He's kind of laughing at her. And yeah, I'm like, I kind of at this point, I'm like, I feel like I would be like something really bad (laughs) happened. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so. And she does say, like, I think something might be wrong down there. 
And he's like, I'm sure it's all fine. Like, we'll take a look. We'll get you checked out. Throw your feet up here in these little socky stirrup, syrup, syrup, stirrup. (laughs) Stirrup. Throw your feet in the syrup. (laughs) And she does. She's very nervous. He inserts the speculum and starts looking around and you and he's like okay okay it looks okay and you see her starting to get like more nervous and and he says okay we're just gonna text your test your flexibility which like that's not a thing gynecologists say right no no and he starts i guess um like expanding the speculum and says like wow you're tight which is very horrible and they yeah, hated no, it no 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 and you see her getting like really uncomfortable and she's like ow like that hurts and he he is like putting his fingers inside and he says like what did you what did you put it what's in here and he's reaching in and then you just hear him screaming and she starts screaming and his hand is like stuck in her vagina <gasps> and she's and he's like trying to pull it out and she's screaming he's screaming they're like he's kind of trying to flail around the room and he eventually like breaks free and she jumps up and stands up and he his four fingers are missing Ew! and he's screaming and screaming and she stands up and we see from like profile all the fingers drop out of her vagina and he looks (laughs) he looks and he screams it's true vagina dentata (laughs) oh god and she screams and she runs out and she she leaves And as she is driving home, she drives past the lake and she sees police and detectives pulling out Toby's body from the lake. So we see that he had he died that day of of blood loss, presumably, and had drowned in the water. Holy shit. Um, And she goes home and her mom has collapsed um and needs to be rushed to the hospital um so she like she she finds mom that mom and dad all rush to the hospital um she's crying and um doesn't know what to do and needs again she has no one to talk to um she can see that her dad is very overwhelmed her brother obviously like won't talk to her so she goes to that guy's house that had asked her out on a date he seemed like a nice guy, and she basically comes up and says, "I have no one to talk to," and he's really sweet to her. He like gets a, he like puts a blanket around her. He's like, "Like it's okay. Like I can help you." And what do you need? And she says, "Um, something's going on with me. It's called dentata." And he says, "What's dentata?" And she says, "It's Latin for teeth." And kind of vaguely explains what she thinks is going on. And he doesn't, he kind of obviously doesn't like really believe her and is like, okay, like, but anytime she's uh, offended or whatever that he doesn't believe her, she, he's like, no, 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 like, okay, okay, I, be- I believe you, I believe you, like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it totally sucks. And she, he like, 
draws her a bath for some reason, a big bubble bath. This is the cover image where she's like half in the bubble bath that they're like head. It's a, it's a really cool shot. And um, she's just soaking in the bath, kind of talking to him. He's like, I'm not, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm like bringing you this. My mom takes these for her nerves. I'm like, you seem really stressed. And so here you go. And she's, and she's like, sticks her hand out like, yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then she, after, as she like gets out of the bath, she's wrapped in a towel and she comes into the room and he has lit, he has lit so many candles. And then she, she starts to seem really out of it. Like she may have been drugged. I mean, he gave her a thing that was for her nerves, but now she's kind of like, where, where are my clothes? And he's like, that's fine. Like just lay down and lays her in the bed, uh, in just her towel. And, uh, he says, yeah, the pill, um, might've made you, might've made you make you feel a little bit fuzzy. And she's like, mm, that's, it's okay. Like, I feel nice. It feels nice. And like lays down and they start kissing. And she's like somewhat into it. She's kind of kissing him back and feeling happy about, about it. And then he pulls, oh, he, okay. Ooh, no. First, ooh, something so bad happens. First, she like Aww. fully passes out and wakes up to him using a vibrator on her. So she was, uh, she was, so she like wakes up having an orgasm, I think. And it's just, oh, I, oh, any, oh my God. Anything while you're, no, it's bad. No. Oh my God. And she is, uh, but wakes up and it's like seems into it and is also, like, oh. what high school boy owns a vibrator? I know, I know. It's very weird. It seems huh. like he has really been planning for this moment. Is the way that it is presented. Like he has, he has mm. all of his things at the ready. And uh, then they start kissing, and he pulls out a condom, and she kind of for a moment is like, well, remember, like I told you. Um, we can't do that. And he's like, no, no, like it's gonna be fine. Like I'm, con I'm conquering them because that was like what she told him. The the myth was like, could you can have like a conqueror? And um, so they start to have sex. She's like, okay. They start to have sex and they have um sex and it goes fine and nothing happens and she's really happy and they're kissing and she's like, oh my god, like it's true. You conquered him. You did it. So we come to understand that when she feels threatened is when it happens. Mm -hmm. um, and but I think she should feel threatened. I, th by this I mean, guy. I think I think she would if she were in her right mind. She is still like drugged now. <sighs> and so no. they go to sleep and well she passes out and wakes up the next morning and she's seemingly in a good in good spirits about this she's like happy that maybe this isn't you know she can have sex with someone without it ending in a chopped off penis that is good news mm -hmm. to her she's happy she's happy about that and so they um oh and she like in the morning gets up and goes and like looks at her naked body in the mirror and is kind of touching herself. We see her kind of um, feeling good about her sexuality. And she goes uh, back into the room. They start to have sex again. Um, and 
his phone rings and he answers it and she gets mad and she's like, what are you doing? And we hear him on the phone say, yeah, no, I'm not fucking with you. Like she's here right now. And you hear the voice on the phone say, no, no, she's not. Prove it. And he holds the phone to her and says, say something, say something. And she's like, what? And you hear the voice on the phone be like, oh, and he's like, I told you, I fucking told you. And uh, he hangs up the phone and she's like, what was that? And he says, well, my friends and I had a little bet that I would be able to have sex with the, ver- the, the promise ring girl. And I just like, I, I did it and we did it. And she, her face gets so mad. And then we hear the little, a little noise, a little snip sound. <laughs> and he starts screaming and she has cut off his penis and she so he took this phone call while he was still inside of her yes exactly right it's what an idiot yeah it's not good um and she storms out she grabs her clothes storms out and we get a full close-up of this chopped off penis like squirting blood out onto the bed it's pretty gross and he like turns and yells, Mom! <laughs> um, we see back at the hospital, her mom passes away. And the dad completely freaks out. And for some reason, his first order of business is to go home and kick out, kick out his son from the house. His son, I mean, he's like, the son is in his 20s and is mm. clearly a problematic kid and just like causes them a lot of stress and so i think he's directing his grief and anger at like at the sun and he's like get to like you got to get out um mm. like what are you didn't you never even because it's not his mom, mom. Yeah. and so he's like you never cared about her and so you can't live in her house anymore like you got to go Ugh. and he lets his Rottweiler out of the cage and like six him on the dad. Just like he, he, b- the dog basically is on top of the dad, like growling in his face, not biting him or anything. But we know that Brad has like a command he could say at any moment to kind of, or mm. to make the dog uh, kill the dad essentially. And the dad is very scared and pleading with Brad and, like, I know you never, uh, I know you miss your mom. I know you loved your mom. And like, I don't know, you're so, you're still, you've stayed so mad at me your whole life. You've been so mad at me um, because of your mom. And he says, I don't give a shit about my mom. He's like, you made her my sister. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? And Brad's face kind of crumples. And he says, you made her my sister and I loved her. I was in love with her, which is like, you were six. It seems very Yeah, creepy. and you touched her without her permission. Yeah, there's a very much, he is inappropriate with the sister. And I think he said something to her in, in earlier in their fight where he's like, I always knew like you're saving yourself for me or something like he like hinted like Ugh. she wants, she's wears a promise ring because she only wants to have sex with him. 
It's all very gross. Ugh. Uh, so... The, the, but the brother doesn't stick the dog on him. He changes his mind and makes the dog go back in the cage. And then uh, the dad goes back to the hospital and is crying. And uh, the girlfriend was there when this happened, by the way. The girlfriend witnessed ah. this and is like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, mm-hmm. this guy is not well. And so they both go to the hospital and Dawn comes back to the hospital as well. So they all kind of reconvene there. And the girlfriend, Brad's girlfriend says, Dawn, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know he was like that. And Dawn is basically told, I guess, that what just happened. And she is just angry about everything and fucking mad. And gets this determined look at her eye, in her eyes, and she is like, "All right, like I gotta go. I'll see you guys later." And marches home and puts on a sexy dress and does her makeup, puts on mascara, and then busts in her brother's room, and he's in there, and uh, she like looks at him like alluringly. And he's very thrown and is like, what was happening? What's going on right now? And she's like, we always knew it would end this way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like freaked out, but obviously into it. And he's like, uh, okay. And um, she gets on top of him and he like tries to flip her over to do anal, his favorite. And she's like, no like we can do it this way like it'll be fine <laughs> which is like he knows it won't be and i don't know why <laughs> but he's too he's too caught off guard by how badly he wants to fuck his sister Ugh. and so he he does it and um she kind of like look, she just is like staring at him unblinkingly like not pretending to enjoy the sex it's very unsettling just like watching him have sex with her and he kind of was like what and then she does it she chops off his penis and he he doesn't scream he just kind of looks he stands up and like looks shocked and she gets up the penis falls out it has a prince albert is that what they're called a penis piercing um and the rottweiler is out of the cage oh no and it goes and it eats his penis (laughs) and he's like no my penis (laughs) (laughs) and it just cuts to her riding her bike um in her kind of it's like this dress it's sexy, but still, it's white. It's kind of like a Renaissance dress. I think the, I think the cost, like the costuming in this movie, is really, really good, and the music. I've, I, I think this movie is great. So, but it's like a lace-up side, like Renaissance dress, all white, lacy, and so it's like sexy, but still very, very virginal looking. Mm-hmm. Like what this girl thinks is the sexiest mm-hmm, dress, mm-hmm. and she is riding her bike down the road and she gets a flat tire and she just very fearlessly sticks out her thumb to hitchhike 
which I thought was very fucking cool because obviously hitchhiking is fucking terrifying if you're a woman and she is not scared anymore. And she gets a ride with the very old man. Um, he, I think she's tried to get back to the hospital or so. I can't remember where she's going, but he pulls off not where she wants to go and looks at her. This is a really old man, like 85, 90, like very old and has like maybe no teeth. And he pulls over on the side of the road and locks the doors from the inside and turns to her and she's like trying to open the door and looks at him and he's he like literally licks his lips at her he's like and she like tries to get out again and then she realizes that she doesn't have to get out and she like flips her hair over her shoulder and looks at him and just gets this look in her eyes like all right like let's do it then your choice yeah (laughs) and that's the end of the movie Ah! <laughs> and then in the credits it says no man was harmed in the making of this film <laughs> oh my god holy shit not what you were expecting huh no i loved it i fucking loved it. it's really good i recommend it it's on prime and it's 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 really funny and it's just really good. I, th- I think the music in it is really good. Every part of it was really good. I, I had a great time watching it and I highly recommend it. Wow. That was cool. It's very cool. And like developing a defense mechanism against rape is just a very interesting concept. It's cool that, yeah, at a certain point she could like control yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's very cool. Ooh, yeah, it's good. And I'm glad we did it. What a oh my god! One. Yeah, I'm really, really glad we. I'm really glad we did. That was. I, I like it so much more than I. I yeah, I kind of was expecting. I thought that you might. It's it's a good one. Yeah. Wow, listeners, just some behind the scenes info for you. We recorded four episodes in a row today, oh and this is our fourth. <laughs> and so I think we're both ready to go take a nap or just. Yeah, I think I'm going to take a bath. Yeah, that you were talking about that bubble bath, and I was like, okay, yeah, that yeah, seems yeah, like what yeah. I could do. Yeah, that sounds nice, listeners. Why don't you go do something nice for yourselves too? Go do something nice for yourself. <laughs> just go do something nice for yourself. You freaking now. deserve it. You really do. And I had a great time today, Emily, with you talking about these four different things. I had a great time today, too. Really, (laughs) I just got to hang out with my friends, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I also am ready to take a bath. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Me too. Look at my cat is laying on the couch. I think I might go sit on that couch with him (gasps) and play a game of Sudoku, which I am completely addicted to. And it's not good, (laughs) but it sounds really good to me now. That sounds good. Go do it, Sammy. I'm going to do it. Listeners, we love you very much. And uh, voices? What's a voice? No Mm, voice, I don't think. No voices. Just regular voices, I guess. I guess. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you are a fan, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a rating or a review. It really helps drive people to the show. And follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. Become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast if you want 
even more content like bonus episodes and trailer reactions and other check-ins from us. And as always, we will see you right here next week with another episode. We love you all so much. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.